Welcome to Gain That Tune. What's going on, everybody? It's Game That Tune back in the house. It's uh, your boy John Harrington here, and uh, man, I think uh, I think we're gonna have a fun show tonight. But uh, you know, I'm not feeling super confident about that. Anyway, yeah, whatever, man. It's, uh, it's your boy John Harrington here. We got uh, John Regan with us. Say hey. Hey. <laughs> yep, and we got David Fleming. Say hey. Hey. And we got uh, back again. Triple Threat. You know, uh, third time's the charm. Uh, guest appearance. David Wyland in the house. Say hey. Hey. All right. So yeah, uh, you know, man, it's episode forty-nine. I shouldn't have to be having to explain how the uh, game works at this point. You know, you should. Uh, if you're watching us, you know what what happens here. We listen to three songs from a game, try and uh, guess the game with a little uh, trivia hint, uh, goof off, talk about each game. Uh, winner at the end of the night picks the theme for next week and some bonus music. And so last week, our uh, our special guest David Wyland. Uh, one, and he picked the theme of indie games, um, which we never did go on to clarify what exactly, uh, you know, <laughs> makes a game an indie game. So, uh, I'm not really sure what, uh, what we're gonna in for on tonight's show, but, uh, I think it's gonna, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna probably have some good tunes and, you know, if we get zeros across the board, so be it. We'll figure it out. Like, <laughs> I mean, have we ever had a game that tune complete shutout before? Uh, no. Have we ever had a game where we all score zero? What would happen? Like, how, how, what, what would we do? <laughs> uh, we'd find I was a- going to say, um, <laughs> like a complete shutout across the board or individually. Because yeah. I'm pretty sure we've had episodes where Johnny hasn't gotten anything. Oh, no. Right. That's, you know, that's no, there's no question we've had that. But I'm just saying, it has, you know, has the entire Which, team uh, gone down swinging before? Like, <laughs> also, just, just a, like, a, like a side note there. Uh, Johnny, thank you for setting the bar low for people who are guests on the show. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I was not pressured to feel like I had to be on the board at all. <laughs> uh, you know, that's what Johnny's here for, man. He makes everybody feel more comfortable. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'll, I'll have to check with our uh, stats department on the uh, on whether or not we've ever just all completely lost a show. Uh, but you know, hey, there's a first time for everything, so uh, I think uh, I think we got to get the ball rolling. See if that uh, that night is tonight. <laughs> all right. Game one.
That was awesome. It was. Loving it. So, uh, trivia for this game. Um, this game is uh, based on a somewhat beloved series of platform games, and uh, you know takes a lot of inspiration and does a lot of uh, really uh, really fun things with uh, with the formula of that uh, of that series. Um, the question that will act as your hint: What are the three creatures that are playable characters in this game? Okay. 
ready. Yeah. Yeah. How you guys feeling? Pretty good about this, I think. Yeah. I'm feeling pretty good. Cool. Well, a uh, quick thank you for this request. This one actually came to us uh, via email uh, from somebody who didn't uh, leave their real name, but uh, it's the D Draco uh, at D Draco 14 on Twitter. So, uh, yeah, great request. Cool game. What uh, what do you guys got for an answer? Uh, John Regan says, "Homeward Bound the game." Fantastic answer within the uh, you know within the trivia. David Wyland says, "Mighty number nine. <laughs> and uh, that's wrong. David Fleming nice. says, "Freedom Planet." That's correct. Nice. Well I also guess done. it's Dragon Cat and the last character is a dog, right? Yeah, more specifically a wild cat, and uh, yeah, you know, than just dog, yeah. Uh, but it looks more like a girl wearing dog ears. But uh, yeah, it's uh, you know, Freedom Planet, which is basically uh, you know, we're not using the word ripoff tonight because you know, indie games don't rip things off; they pay homage to things. So Inspired it's, uh, by, I guess, right? It's a, it's an homage to the uh, to the Sonic series. Uh, oh. John, I'm I'm surprised you haven't played this huh. one. John, it, you should uh, definitely play this one. You would yeah. love it. Yes. Yeah. It appears to be just a new, like, indie Sonic game. Like, it's, you know, big big levels, all kinds of crazy platforming stuff, going up walls, twirling around shit, you know, uh, three different playable characters, you know, all kinds of paths to explore, things to Ooh. collect. Ooh. You know, if I remember correctly, I, th- I think it actually started as a Sonic fan game. And it then, did. like, halfway through the development, the, the person who did it was like, well, you know what? I'm never going to be able to do anything with this. Let's just make a brand a brand new game. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just keep these characters that all have the, you know, long legs and, you know, short torsos and enormous heads like Sonic does. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, but, you know, okay, change the colors. It's, uh, it's a dragon and a cat and a dog. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. Freedom Planet. <laughs> Original game, do not steal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Let's do whatever we can to erase that uh, that you know that like uh, watermark that shows up on the game that says you know Sonic Fan Maker, trial period over. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, you know, I it sucks. I haven't actually played this game. Uh, I, I was going back through our uh, our Twitter thing because I was like, well, you know, Freedom Planet. Why do why do I remember that one? Oh yeah, we gave this one away. As part of a giveaway last year when we were begging everybody on Twitter for five-star iTunes reviews. And I was like, man, I really hope that whoever we gave that to maybe didn't use that code. Let me just go see uh, Let me go <laughs> see if that's still active. Oh, good, they did use it. So, you know, congratulations to whoever uh, won that giveaway months and months and months ago. But no, I have not played this game because, uh, yeah, I, uh, you know, we gave away the code that, uh, you know, that I had paid very little money for. So yeah, <laughs> I uh, you know I don't really know don't really know much about the game outside of uh, watching videos of it, but it looks really cool because it's you know just fucking it's Sonic fan game like you know it's pretty much the Sonic formula running through loop to loops, but they add things like looks like you're you know like running up behind stuff kind of like a uh, picture of like you're running on a half pipe that kind of thing you know like little swoop ups and then back down and you know spinning around stuff and there's you know. There's, like, interesting combat and stuff from what I've seen. Like, you know, you actually, you know, have to stop and, like, you know, beat the shit out of stuff every now and then to advance. Uh, and look, I think from what I saw, there's, like, a meter 
that determines like how often you can use your special moves, and those help you do things like as the dragon, you can just like fly in like eight directions to, you know, keep on platforming and keep on running through the level, and then like as the uh, as the dog, I think you can like conjure up like blocks out of nowhere just to throw them at people. And uh, I didn't see what the special things were for the for the wildcat, but I did see that she rides a motorcycle for no reason, which seems like a great power up to get. Like, <laughs> <laughs> sounds dope. Yeah, you just <laughs> cruise through the level and a motorcycle pops up. I think that's how she actually she doesn't run very fast. She just uses the motorcycle instead. Um, ah, because okay. I have I have bought the game and I have played the game, but I haven't gotten super far into it. Um, right. But I know that because you have to you start off pretty much with the dragon and the wildcat and then you unlock the the dog later on mm-hmm. excuse me um but yeah if i remember i think the i think the cat just uses the motorcycle to speed through levels rather than That's run super sweet. fast cool but yeah you know i like it Every, you know, each one seems to have its own little uh, unique play style i'm not sure if there's like different you know branching stories or anything like that or you know what the what the real deal is but uh the game looks like a lot of fun and, uh, you know, speaking of the story, I also saw, like, in the videos I was watching, the opening of it is uh, pretty brutal and weird. Like, you know, I'm not sure, you know, of the full-blown, you know, setting and all that, but, you know, it starts out and, like, a king gets, like, you know, taken out by, like, some, uh, you know, some invader guys and, like, beheaded brutally in front of, uh, in front of his son. It's a very odd opening for a uh, cute Sonic fan game, essentially. <laughs> so... You know, seeing that kind of made me more interested to play the game. It's like, oh, this is a super colorful freedom planet. Yeah, Sonic. Holy fuck, the king just got his head blown off. Like, <laughs> um, man, this this could, this could really have taken a weird turn. I, I wonder how this game is. I should probably check in, you know, look into that. But That's yeah, actually one so, of the things uh, that I really like about it is there's two, there's kind of like two basic game modes and there's like story mode. And I think they call it like classic or arcade mode. And it's the exact same stages, it's the same game. The only difference is the the like classic mode cuts out all of the cutscenes and all of the story. So it plays just nice. like Sonic, where it's just stage one, stage two, stage three. <laughs> and then the story Sweet. mode has all the cutscenes and all the like all the other stuff going on. That's a nice touch. It's actually pretty cool. That's how I like yeah. my games. Story free. Yeah. 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 Or like, you know, man, I wish, you know, I don't know, man. It seems like uh, later on in the Mega Man series, they needed that fucking option. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> turn off some of that shitty fucking voice acting and uh, <laughs> let's just keep going through the game. Classic Mega Man style. Nobody wants to hear that. You know, that is a, uh, that's a very good option for the people that care about the story or want to, you know, want to you know, see it. That's, uh, that's cool. Imagine if they did that for the Metal Gear series or something like that. Like, the games would go from, like, 40 hours down to, like, 6. It'd be fucking amazing. <laughs> you could finish them before dinner. Um, yeah, but yeah. also if you did uh, that in the Metal Gear series, like, if you went to, ju- like, story-less mode, it would be, okay, you need to pilot this Metal Gear to defeat that Metal Gear. Wait, how the fuck did I get here? What? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who are you? Where are we going? <laughs> what what, is what happened? What doing here? Yeah, exactly. Oh god, a cyborg. What? Oh, fuck. Wasn't there a war in this game? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who am I? <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, yeah, cool request. Uh, thanks again to uh, the requester. Uh, you know, 
you know, I'm glad that I finally got to this one. This one's been sitting in our email for months. I was trying to figure out a good time to deploy it as a request. It's like, hey, indie games, cool. I'm gonna dig. <laughs> I'm gonna dig up the Freedom Planet soundtrack, and yeah, it's got a dope soundtrack. So yeah, I think it's available on Wii U and other stuff. I'm sure they'll port it over to the Nintendo Switch, like they're doing with all the you know Nintendo uh, like indie titles. So uh, yeah, and I think there's sequel development too. So um, yeah, you know, hopefully it's a series that keeps going. So I like seeing people try and uh, try and do fan games and then have it turn into something you know actually that a lot of people really want to play. So. Good on you, Freedom Planet people. Um, anything else, David? As the only one who's played it? Um, only thing I was going to add is I'm really glad I decided to not use this soundtrack. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, that would have been really <laughs> awkward. <laughs> so, yeah, cool game. Uh, let's keep it moving, Johnny. What's uh, what's coming up next? All right. Game two.
All right. You guys want some trivia? Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes, please. So, um, I was having some kind of, uh, I was kind of having a bad time coming up with trivia for this one, but, uh, I found out actually, uh, the end boss music for this game is actually reused, uh, from an Earthbound, uh, mod, or, uh, ROM hack, and then also he used it in, in uh, Homestuck, too. Okay. So he's actually like reused the music for the boss fight from two other things he did. Hmm. All right. Yeah. Oh man, good tunes! Such a good soundtrack in this game. Oh. Good tunes, no fucking idea on the game. Yeah, <laughs> that's our indie episode. <laughs> jazz hands. <Yeah. laughs> oh, I have to change my answer to jazz hands. <laughs> Just whatever you wrote, colon jazz hands. <laughs> Instead of holding up a piece piece of paper, I just do jazz hands. <laughs> Why don't you hold up your piece of paper and then do jazz hands? <laughs> Ooh, that'll right, work. So guess is in. Seeing uh, 
John Regan and David Fleming both are right with Undertale, and John Harrington said Terraria, which is wrong. Ah, uh, surprise! Ah, <laughs> oh, so close to an ultra. <laughs> <laughs> The, the name Undertale has never come through my brain, so no, you were not close to an Ultra. I um, I, I figured saying uh, like the little <laughs> bit about the Earthbound ROM hack would have totally given it away if you know anything about this game at, at all. <laughs> That's There's the your only qualifier. Re- there there yeah. are two reasons that I guessed Undertale. <laughs> number one, you mentioned Earthbound, and number two, I figured on an indie show somebody was going to say Undertale at some point. Um, full disclosure, I may have picked this theme entirely to, to uh, as a vehicle for this soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that, is, that has happened before on this show. There is no shame in that. Yeah. So it was like, uh, how can I talk about this game? Like, uh, indie. I don't know. Let's do indie. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, um, yeah, literally I know nothing, so I will be sitting back. You guys talk amongst yourself. Go nuts. Yeah, um, just, like, picking... Like, any song from the soundtrack of this game was really hard, because they're all such good songs. Like, uh, it, it was, like, I, I, I actually started playing the game over again, that, like, from listening to the soundtrack, I started playing it, like, a couple days ago again, just to get back into it, because, like, the music's so good, I just wanted to play it again, you know? Mm, right. Have yeah. any of you guys played it besides, uh, me? I have not. The only reason I knew this was because you mentioned to me at some point, like, oh yeah, this is a game I requested, so I went to the logs, like, oh yeah, I bet it's Undertale. (laughs) Well done. (laughs) I know a little bit about it, but I have not played it, because it's basically like an Earthbound clone. Basically, I mean, like, it's kind of the same feeling as it. Like, I was, I was trying to pick music from the song, like, uh, like music from the game that kind of, like, captured the feeling of it, which, you know, it has, like, very goofy things, like the dog song, and then it has, like, really sweet, like, melodic stuff, um, like that, like, uh, the third song we played, and then, uh, it has stuff that's just, like, just ripping guitar stuff, like, uh, Megalovania, which was the boss song that we, that we played last. I gotta say, I loved the dog song. It was very Katamari. I was kind of <laughs> so hoping good. it was... At that point, I was like, maybe it's some sort of crazy indie Katamari game. Nah, those don't exist. Ah, oh, nuts. You know, but, we yeah. did... Songs made of animal noises. I'm in favor of them. But, um, did somebody score an indie game with Mario Paint? <laughs> you know, actually, I, th- I, I think he might have used that for the sound effects for that song, maybe. <laughs> 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 like, that wouldn't surprise me. But uh, the, the annoying of the baby game, though, face. Um, if you guys don't know about it, really, is uh, it's the RPG game where you don't have to fight anyone. It's basically like uh, every fight you get into, you can find a way to not hurt the person you're fighting in order to get out of it. Hmm. Uh, it's, it's, it's pretty interesting. Like, um, for instance, like the first fight you have is like a little frog hops up to you, and um, you can either fight it or you can compliment it. And if you compliment it, the frog's just like. Like, it doesn't understand what you're saying because it's, it's a frog, but it appreciates it anyways, and it stops wanting to fight you. That's interesting. <laughs> and it's just so. kind of like the entire game is like that. Like, you, you, you figure out in, like, the talk to the NPC drop list instead of the fight uh, feature, like, what to do to make them not want to fight you. Okay, so, well, I mean, would a fight with something else have the compliment feature? Like, you know, or Some is that just, um, just frog, uh, frog specific? That one, like, it's it's specific for each monster, like, what you do to make it stop wanting to fight you. But, right. like, um, for instance, like, flirt comes up a lot. Like, you okay. can flirt with the monster to try to, like, be like, hey, buddy, like, don't don't punch me. <laughs> okay, yes, yeah, I, I was like, 
and there's there's actually a boss <laughs> fight where if you flirt with the boss, um, he'll be like, ah, like you want to go on a date? Like, okay, how about uh, after we do this? But like. I gotta fight you though. I'm sorry. Still gonna kill you, <laughs> but after that, you know, I'll date your corpse. And then after uh. the fight, if you, if you're able to get through the fight without actually hurting him and uh, talking him down from it, you go on a date with him, which is actually pretty ridiculous. <laughs> That's like, pretty like sweet. they make fun of like dating simulators and stuff. With like, it's, it's, it gets pretty silly. Awesome. Um, you can also choose too, though, uh, if you want to, you can actually fight everything in the game, and uh, the people that play this game call it the genocide path. And if you do that, <laughs> you kill goddamn everything, <laughs> and the game makes you feel like such a dick for doing it. Hmm. <laughs> like, That's typically um, <laughs> what you do on RPGs. They shouldn't be guilty yeah, on exactly. that. Yeah, like, exactly. Well, it's, it's, yeah. it's like, um, like the first time you play through it, you're not really supposed, like sure what you're doing and stuff. So like you might do that a couple times on accident, and then get the hang of it and be like, oh, I shouldn't fight these guys. Like, sorry. <laughs> But, like, uh, if, you, if you're going for the mode where you usually play, like, an RPG game where you just kill everything in your path, like, murder hobo, just kill and loot everything, like, in front of you, uh, the game makes you very well aware that you are an asshole for doing that. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. It's really good. I'm into it. Yeah. It's hmm. a pretty short game, too. Like, I think maybe four to six hours long or so. Oh, okay. oh wow. I thought it was a lot longer than that. Yeah, but, but you can play through it multiple times and get different paths, basically, by doing different things. Like, if you decide to not hurt anybody, you get a different path and a different ending. If you decide to hurt everyone, it gives you a completely different game experience. Hmm. It's pretty cool. cool. It's, it's very self-aware, too. Like, it makes a lot of meta jokes. Um, like, one of the main characters you meet um, early on is a skeleton named Sans, and his font style is Comic Sans. And he, he's a comedian. He makes dumb jokes, like terrible skeleton puns. Ooh. And then his brother is Papyrus, and he has the font style of Papyrus in his text. <laughs> I hate him already. That's the worst part. It's font. so yeah. good. Boo. <laughs> I was going to say, basically, the only thing I know about this game is that there's two skeletons named Sans and Papyrus, and there's a flower you have to fight at some point. <laughs> the flower, uh, he's your best friend down here. He, he wouldn't want to fight you. What are you talking about? Yeah. You can't, Jeez, you can't fight a flower. You've learned nothing about this game, have you? <laughs> no, but he, he tries to murder you, like, multiple times. Okay, that's what I thought. <laughs> but, yeah, um, cool. Like, when, you, when you first meet him, though, he's just like, Hey, buddy, you look lost down here. Need some help? And he like introduces you to, like, the combat system, and it's like, Here, try to catch these friendliness pellets. And he shoots little pellets at you. And if it hits you, it's just like, Yeah, die, bitch. And like, oh, jeez, like, this isn't fun at all. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, cool. It's, so it's a pretty uh, fun little game. <laughs> what uh, what is it available for? Because I, you know, I. Um, it's I on PC. You can get it on Steam. Um, ah, okay. Usually about ten bucks. Um, it was on sale recently for like five bucks though, which is pretty Sweet. awesome for a game like this. Cool. Um, and I'm I'm honestly, assuming since just it's the soundtrack, it's worth it. I would say. Sweet. I was gonna say I'm assuming it has no trouble running on even like my basic ass laptop with which I don't uh, play video games. I I have a terrible laptop and it ran just fine on it. Good, very good. <laughs> yeah, like uh, yeah, I would look end. into this. Um, like the graphics are kind of like not eight bit, but they're really stylized, like low bit, like not really intensive. Sweet, good. I yeah. like all those things. <laughs> so cool. Good pick, man. Anything else on uh, on uh, Undertale? Um, there's a pretty awesome online community for it. Like, a lot of people have remixed music from the game. That's pretty ridiculous. 
Um, I didn't think to pull any from SoundCloud or whatever to put in here, because I figured I was going to be running long anyways. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but uh, definitely worth checking out, because they have some pretty silly, like, remixes and stuff, and, like, people have done, like, dubstep versions of, like, the dog song and stuff, I think. Which is just <laughs> <Yes>. ridiculous. <laughs> I like a little That's bit amazing. of dog step. Yeah. More it's dog step, please. <laughs> dog um, step. Yeah. <laughs> If I if I if that term weren't coined before, we need to oh, go trademark that. It's like that. it's like dog house music. Hey, oh. David, you're off the show. <laughs> Get out! No, here. no John, yeah, see, I'm you can't going. keep Bye, kicking sorry. guys off the show for coming up with these genius things to copyright. Anyway, <laughs> um, cool man, great pick. Uh, you know, Johnny, what's uh, what's coming next? Game three. <laughs> Cool. 
Four. Pretty sweet. That's a ten. Pretty awesome. Oh, so good. awesome pretty good that was pretty cool i like that yeah so um who's ready for a little trivia for this game please all right, <laughs> please, please. Please. All right so uh this game is actually a sequel and it was originally developed as a level expansion pack for the original game but the developers decided that people really probably wouldn't want to download a level expansion pack for an indie download title so they started working on it coming up with extra ideas and then 
eventually had enough new ideas to make a full-blown sequel, and the idea of expanding on the original, changing things, and adding stuff to make a sequel is also why the main character changed their occupation from police officer in the first game to firefighter in the second game. Hmm.
I love that song. <laughs> it's a good one. Yeah. I liked it. So, let's see some guesses. <laughs> Johnny, how you feeling, Haas? I always feel good. All right, so uh, John Regan says Dubstep Disco Inferno Dating Sim 89, which, God, I wish was correct. Uh, John Harrington and David <laughs> Weiland both say Mighty Switch Force 2, which is correct. Yay. Hooray. <laughs> yep. You know, if your anecdote didn't give it away, that, uh, that last song contains some hints. Uh, <laughs> yeah, cool. Um, I'm gonna do what I did a couple of songs ago and uh, take a back seat on this one. I, uh, you know, I have no opinion of this series. So, uh, David, go nuts. Um, I really enjoyed this series. I figured somebody else. Segment. I figured somebody <laughs> else. I figured somebody else was going to chime in as well. Um, I played the first one because I got it as part of a humble bundle for the 3DS. And I didn't get very far in it, but you mentioned Police Officer, and I was like, I have to go look, look up the Humble Bundle now and remember what the, the name of that game was. <laughs> yeah, because the, the first game was, um, you were a police officer, and you were trying to collect criminals, and the whole shtick of the game basically is you would switch in blocks that were in the background and move them into the foreground. Um, and there was kind of a puzzle platform element of making sure the right blocks were there so that you could jump and collect everything. Uh, the second game, you're a firefighter, so it still has that switching mechanic, um, but the new, sort of the new aspect is instead of having a pistol, you've got a fire hose, so you have to like put out fire to make paths safe, and they added things where you would blow water into these tubes, but you would have to make sure that the blocks were switched the right way, because if you had one block in the foreground that would block the tube, you would have to switch it out so the water could flow freely. Uh, sounds pretty cool, actually. So it's, it's kind of a combination of, like, the puzzle platformer of the first game and those, like, pipe puzzles where you have to make sure that the water flows the right way into the second game. Pipe Dream the platformer. Digging it. <laughs> pretty much. And it's just, it's a way forward game, so it has the, like, really bright sprite animations. It has the amazing Vert soundtrack, as we were listening to. And there's just a lot of charm and silliness. There's a special unlockable in every game, or in every level. You have to hunt down, and it's an ugly baby. And once you rescue it, you say, like, oh, I saved the baby! And you basically, like, dropkick the baby off the screen, which is hilarious. <laughs> It's messed up. I like it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> David Wyland, I'm surprised you did not bring this game, given that it has baby kicking. Um, <laughs> yeah. Cool. It's kinda, yeah. It's kind of my thing. It's kind of my thing, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, great soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, haven't played that one. I played the first one. I really, really, really didn't like it. And, uh, you know. But uh, I happen to know the uh, soundtrack, especially that last song from, uh, I don't want to say, uh, you know, a different podcast that plays video game music that might have a similar structure to this one recently featuring it, but uh, that's exactly <laughs> what I know it from. <laughs> so, uh, well, it's also yeah. interesting because um, there's the, it was weird because Mighty Switch Force got a sequel, but the, the Mighty series is kind of a loose series. Like, they had Mighty Flip Champs, and then Mighty Milky Way, and then Mighty Switch Force. And all games were just kind of 
puzzle platformer games that were loosely connected because they were all based on different mechanics. And so each one using the word mighty. Yeah, each one has the word mighty. Each one has a female character. Each one has some big, giant, goofy character. Because it was, I think it was a cow in the first game. It was a T Rex in the second game, and then it's the like robot police car in the third game. Oh yeah. But um, each one has like the same basic title music. They're just remixed slightly, and then for this game, they use the same theme for the credit song, which was the last song. They just decided to disco it up and add lyrics for some reason. Right. Um. Probably an attempt to make it more awesome, because damn, that song is awesome. Yeah, you'll never find anybody around here complaining about, you know, disco, you know, video game music with lyrics. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it's a nice touch. But yeah, um, are, have they got anything else coming down the coming down the pipe in the uh, Mighty series? I mean, uh, you know, uh, I, haven't heard a, I haven't heard anything about these games in quite some time. Um, not yet, because they started doing the they started work on Shantae for their Kickstarter, but they had they had Mighty Switch Force, they had Mighty Switch Force Two, and then they had Mighty Switch Academy, which I think was just on Steam, which was a prequel where the main character is in the police academy. Sweet. Because there was a lot of speculation Does and a lot of people have wondering. Michael Winslow in it. No. <laughs> oh, that see oh, that yeah. I would play. <laughs> you know, Michael Winslow Switch Force. Would be fantastic. Because you know, the, the first so game had her effects. as a cop, the second game had her as a firefighter, and there was a lot of speculation that they would make a third game where she was going to be an EMT in an ambulance. Um, mm. But so far, nothing's come of it. I was going to say she should be, you know, there should be a game for each member of the village people, but there was no firefighter in the village people. You know, that joke's going nowhere. <laughs> Mighty so, switch uh, leather girl? Cowboy and a <laughs> cowboy and a leather daddy, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> you know, construction worker, GI, uh, you know, Mighty Switch Indian. You know, so many options if you go village people. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. It's, uh, you know, it's uh, really something. Good soundtrack, you know. You love that vert, man. Jake Kaufman, he can uh, he can really crank out a way forward soundtrack. Uh, I guess he doesn't do that anymore, though. I think he uh, I think he's not necessarily their in-house guy at this point. I think he's doing his own thing. I, say, I think he's uh, gone independent, or should I yeah. say, indie? <gasps> God damn! You should have a soundboard thing for that. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, he's out there, out there in indie space. Um, but yeah, so cool. So I, you know, that was a debate I was having before the show. I, you know, I was kind of going through some games and requests and things, and you know, I, like, does this game qualify as indie, despite the fact that it's made by like you know a game developer? It's made and published by the same developer, so that's that's what qualifies as indie, right? Like, <laughs> well, I would, that's why I was like. When, when the theme was proposed, that's why I was asking. But I looked it up, and it's it's a game that was released without a publisher. It went direct to download service, and on there is actually a website for indie games. It's like an indie game news and review site, and this was listed on their site. So it is go. technically considered a Nintendo indie. I did well, I did get the first game in the humble indie bundle for 3DS too. I think so. Let's just let's, or. Maybe not indie bundle, but it's a humble bundle, and that's usually indie games, so there you go. it's close enough. <laughs> yeah. Well, that I makes me know. wish I had gone back and used one of the requests that I had gotten, because I was really on the fence about it. But anyway, uh, cool pick, man. <laughs> um, here's to 
much more way forward in the future. Um, you know, unless there's uh, anything else, I think we got to keep it uh, keep it rolling along, man. Game four. Yes, I like that. Oh, that was right <laughs> up my alley. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
Pretty, pretty good. Yeah. Hmm, that's pretty cool. So, uh, yeah, man. Um, this one, uh, you know, this is another request. Uh, we got this from uh, from our boy Adele at Delition underscore Hikari on Twitter. Requester of obscure games. Um, <laughs> you know. And, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's kind of tough to find, uh, you know, trivia uh, in English for this game. Um, <laughs> so, this game... Uh, its primary influence is uh, the monsters and mythology and legends of uh, northern Spain. That's all I got. <laughs> that is specific. <laughs> Remarkably. <laughs> Let's see. feeling on this one. as good as we could possibly feel yeah, yeah. Uh, i have no idea <laughs> you, what <laughs> come on man you know rack your brains on some some northern spanish mythology <laughs> i mean there's only so many games it could be northern spain how, how do you spell high lie <laughs> I don't know if that's uh, necessarily Spanish, but yeah. Um, well, it's Basque. You know, it's, it's a very interesting soundtrack for a highlight game. I'll give it that. <laughs> you know. Here's this fast-paced so, ball-throwing game in this music. <laughs> <laughs> so what do, you, what do you guys got? Uh, I don't know what John wrote. What? <laughs> You know, don't know. David Wyland wrote El Indie Game Bueno. That might be true if I know my, uh, you know, <laughs> fucking no Spanish. And uh, David wrote Super Basque Land. Um, yeah, no, you're all wrong. Surprise. Uh, this is called Maldita Castilla. And I think uh, it was uh, released as Maldita Castilla EX on Steam. And uh, yeah, it's. Uh, oh, EX. Right, you forgot the EX. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, duh. Um, 
Yeah, no, it's uh, it's a pretty I, cool looking little game, man. I, you know, but you know, yeah, I'm not surprised that none of us know it because it was primarily marketed towards uh, Spain. Um, you know, it's uh, interesting. Who knows what Maldita Castilla means, uh, roughly in English? Malt liquor. I am. I hear. I hear keyboards typing. (laughs) (laughs) I am making my high school Spanish teacher very upset with me. Yeah. Uh, uh, How do you spell it out? Not telling you. It means cursed castle. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So. I I feel so dumb because I meant to write Basque man on my card, but I said the word Basque as I started writing man, so I wrote Basque ban. Which see that's why, it, yeah. That's why I didn't read your fucking answer. Baskbon. <laughs> I'm not. No, no, that's not anything I'm saying. Um, <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sounds like you know you're trying to get me to say like Spanish Beetlejuice or something. I'm not going for it. Um, but yeah, it's uh, so based on the music and the fact that it's cursed cast, uh, cursed castle. Uh, what do you? Uh, what what a uh, series do you think this game is uh, paying tribute to? Castlevania? It's clearly Metroid. <laughs> wow, uh, you know, two good guesses, you know, but uh, no, actually, it's it's very uh, it's very Ghouls and Ghosts, um, ah. like literally, uh, you know, I was watching some videos on it, and you know, I did not get a chance to play it. It's actually the non EX version is available for free on the developer's website, so I'll send you guys a link. But uh, yeah, it you know, like the guy he runs at that like. You know, little glacial Arthur from uh, Ghouls and Ghosts pace, and you know he like you start out throwing lances. I'm like, oh, okay, so it's Ghouls and Ghosts, but like, you know, in Spain, sure, cool, and uh, yeah, uh, you know, like there's uh, really not a whole lot to it. It's you know, I think there's you know six or so levels. There's a bunch of monsters and things based on uh, the mythology of northern Spain. I did not write any of them down because they're all in Spanish and. Um, you know, I don't really know what they mean, and I didn't, like, I didn't want to look up and just be naming, you know, northern Spanish monsters, so, you know, I was hoping maybe David knew some, uh, you know, David's the monster guy, like, you know, can you think of any specifically Spanish, uh, folklore things <laughs> that might be in this? Chupacabra? Um, no. I'm, no, that's Mexico. That's Mexico. I know. <laughs> Wow. I know El Cid is like the folklore hero of Spain, but I don't know of any monsters that he fight. Um, Maybe windmills that become monsters from Don Quixote? Speaking of Don Quixote, apparently there's a metal Don Quixote that you fight as a boss. Which sounds awesome. I need to play this game. Okay, that's awesome. Uh, John, did you make that up? (laughs) No, Del said it in the chat. Oh, okay, tight. (laughs) I should probably be looking at the uh, the chat room. Right? Yeah, man. It's you know. Presumably, if you're fighting uh, Don Quixote, I guess you get to play as the windmill, which would be amazing, <laughs> or a dragon, or you just like walk towards him slowly and just like swing your arms at <laughs> yeah. him. Maybe. Pretty sure that's <laughs> what that's, happens. That's how you beat him, right? <laughs> uh, but yeah, man. The, the stuff I saw in the game, it looks pretty fun. It's just you know, schools and ghosts. You know, the monsters are real grotesque. Like they were just like you know, headless, limbless bodies walking around. You know, so. You know, it's uh, it's a gross uh, gross game, and yeah, you know, there's big bosses, and you know, you're throwing daggers and lances. You know, I couldn't tell if you could throw in eight directions or like if it was just left, right, and also up. But there was definitely a boss you fought by throwing stuff up at it. 
And uh, yeah, it looked like a pretty fun game. And uh, yeah, it's on Steam. It's, uh, I don't know, it's a gross Spanish monster horror game. You know, I think... Uh, I think it's probably worth checking out if it's yeah. the if the price is ever right. You know, I can never I can never gauge these things, man. I I, I never know how much to pay for a fucking indie game. <laughs> like, but you know, if you're into that kind of stuff, I'd say you know the price is probably always right. So, you know, I don't know, man. It's uh it's a pretty cool game, pretty cool music. Very uh you know the soundtrack's real like fucking Genesisy. Yeah. You know, really dug yeah. that. I was so. really cool indie Genesis songs. Oh, what's that, David? Wait. Oh, sorry. I was just saying, like, uh, the instrument sounded like really cool in the song. Yeah, and you know, yeah, they get the uh, get the tone right. Like I said, you know, very, very ghouls and ghosts, very Castlevania. You know, what's the what's the Spanish word for Castlevania? Um, Castlevania. Yeah. Castilla. <laughs> Castlevania. Mm. We'll have somebody get back to us on that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think. <laughs> Something like that. You know, something with paella. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, we're talking about we're talking about Spain, so it'd be something with flan. Yeah. <laughs> Castle Flan. <yeah. laughs> both are right. Um, Those are both delicious, delicious Spanish actually. Foods. Castle Flan. <laughs> Dude, yeah. Mm, I would eat some some Castlevania themed flan in a heartbeat. Mm. Um, a bunch of like flaming skulls made out of flan <laughs> flying at you, and you're like, all right, I guess I can do this. <laughs> Yep. Oh, but the only place you can get it is if you break open a brick wall. Yeah, wood play. <laughs> yeah, they bring it to you in a brick, and you have to break it open, and some flan falls out. Wood eat, wood I'm play. Just, I'm imagining Castlevania, but you're fighting pieces of El Hamon. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm, just, you know, the castle full of Hamon <laughs> Serrano. Just, oh, I would play the hell out of that, too. <laughs> yeah, so... You know, let's uh, let's take a trip to Spain. Yeah, actually, shit, man, Johnny, you took a trip to Spain. I've been you didn't to Spain. learn anything about Maldita Castilla while you no. were there. Like, what the hell? I thought this was their most popular video game. I don't think Ugh, Maldita what Castilla is a cathedral, which is what I mostly learned about. <laughs> a lot of cathedrals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. The Spanish do love their pope. Yeah, they love them some cathedrals. <laughs> so. I bet you there's a couple in this game. I'm pretty sure at some point, like, in the first level, there was, like, a serpent monster wrapped around a giant cross that you had to defeat. So they get the Spanish setting pretty right. Mm. Um, That was a constant problem while we were there. Like, you would get in the taxi (laughs) and it was driven by a serpent monster wrapped around a cross. You're like, oh, damn it. (laughs) Oh, not again. again. Damn it. He's going to just drive us way too far. He's running the fucking meter up on us. Uh, Typical serpent monster. (laughs) Motherfuckers. (laughs) (laughs) This taxi's being driven by a serpent monster around a cross. I bet you he tells me there's some, like, double fee on the weekends. Ugh, <laughs> uh, this is bullshit. Give <laughs> me the Taco right Bell. angry Yelp review, like, serpent monster was very rude. Whoa, 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 you can't put serpent Four monster stars, in Yelp review, racist. Uh, <laughs> and then on top of that, he charged me for bread. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's that a serpent monster for a waiter. They would bring you bread, and you're like, nope, I don't want that. Because they would, tr- at the you know, at the tourist traps, you get a bill of the I'm like, oh, yeah, that was like a dollar per roll. Like, oh. Whoa. Yeah. That is fucked up. I bet you that's the final boss in this game, is a snooty Spanish waiter who tries to hit you with bread and charge you for it. Maldita <laughs> Castilla. It's not even that. It's just instead of, like, Dracula turning into a monster, he just turns into a giant bread basket. <laughs> Go ahead, take one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, my coins! <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, 
good requests, good tunes. Um, you know, game is available on Steam and also for free at the uh, developer's website. Hold on, I had something for that. It's, you know, the developer's name is Spanish, so I don't immediately know how to pronounce it offhand. Uh, ba 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 John's killing time. Giving, giving props to the developer. Uh, the developer is Loco Malito. That's one word. You know, spelled exactly how it sounds. So, uh, yeah. Free game on the website. Go check it out. Uh, thanks again, Dell, for the request, man. Only you could request something this interesting. Uh, but yeah, fuck yeah, awesome soundtrack, Johnny. Let's uh, let's keep it going. Game five.
All right. Some of like the, some of the songs end weird because they're meant to loop and you know the guy like he releases an album and he explained like yeah they're meant to loop so some of them just kind of end. <laughs> I'm kind of sad it ends that abruptly. Like oh no keep keep going please. <laughs> <laughs> so the only real trivia I have is basically to kind of just let you know kind of what kind of game it is. Uh, this is a platforming game, but unlike most platforming games, you're not able to jump. Instead, you you reverse the direction of gravity, causing you to fall upwards or downwards.
I forgot they say the name of the game in the song a few times. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't hear that at all. All right. You guys ready? Yep. Let's see some answers. We have <laughs> John with Gravity Man's level, the official <laughs> what's was that game of the Oh, I'm sorry. Gravity Man's level, the official game of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the two Davis both say V V V V V V, which is correct. Oh, hold up. V, 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 the letter V six times. <laughs> hold those answers up again. David Wyland didn't say that. Oh, no, what? I did. What are you talking about? I don't know what you're saying. He I put seven Vs. There's clearly, there's clearly six Vs there. <laughs> <laughs> I drew a little guy. I know what I'm talking Fucked about. Fucked up. <laughs> that was the first that, thing that I did was I had to look up. It's like, oh, I know this game. It's that V game. Crap. How many no, Vs are there? This is, <laughs> nice. It's actually the fifth one in the series, but it gets kind of confusing after that point. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, no, I, you know, I definitely know the name of that game because it's six, uh, six letter Vs. But no, uh, never, uh, never played that one. That would have um, that would have made too much sense, you know, given that it was in that fucking humble Nintendo indie bundle that I bought. Never played it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, cool. It's a gravity shifting game, huh? Yep. Sweet. It's, it's a and really <laughs> cool game. I am garbage at it. Yeah, it is hard <laughs> as balls. Oh my god. Because it's like a Metroidvania with gravity switching. So, you know, you go from room to room and you have no idea where anything is. You know, there's no real hints at the beginning of the game. And you just go, you know, you just get to each room is like a puzzle. You know, all right, well, let's go. And then, you know, it, you take like 20 minutes to get through a room, and then you're finally in the next room. You're like, well, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Sounds, cool. sounds accurate. That's actually really good, though. It's just very hard. Yeah. I, I mean, I think part of the reason why the soundtrack is so good is so that it keeps you from being frustrated because this dance is <laughs> just so tasty. <laughs> yeah, makes you want to come back and play more. <laughs> yeah. That's one way this to do it. This is one of those games that I really wanted to play, but I remember looking at screenshots of it, like, because I remember reading it's a platformer with gravity mechanics, like, oh, that sounds awesome. And then I looked at screenshots, and it's very basic, like, Commodore 64 graphics, like, incredibly simple. I said, hmm. Very simple graphic game based around, like, gravity mecha- I bet this game is hard as hell. Yeah. I'm not going oh, anywhere yeah. near it. Yeah, yeah it's like, if, if it he, he clearly is. didn't put his time into the graphics, so he probably put his time into the difficulty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fucking slacker. Jeez. <laughs> Don't you know you're supposed to make great-looking games that are super fucking easy to beat? What's wrong with you? <laughs> um, yeah, holy shit. Yeah. These are uh, super basic graphics. Yeah, they I really are. Should have paid attention to this game, David. You, <laughs> it kind you of, hit the it nail kind of on works the, for it, though. Yeah, you hit the nail on the head with the Commodore 64 comparison. That is what the developer was going for was this Commodore 64 look. Jeez. Yeah. Well, it it came through in spades. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. So yeah, Johnny, have, how much of it have you actually played? Like a couple of rooms? Yeah, <laughs> seriously, like probably like five or six hours or something. Before I was like, ah. <laughs> so like two rooms in then, right? Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Because <laughs> yeah, it, it is I, a I game gotta... of very precise timing. Like basically, you gotta, you can only switch gravity when you're like standing on the ground. So you have to very. You know, quick. There's times where like you you're switching gravity, to go on a platform, so you can just switch gravity again as soon as you get on it, and 
get through like spikes that are upside down. It's bon it's absolutely bonkers. Sweet. It's like I'm pretty oh. sure the name V V V V V V V V V V V V Six V's. Uh, <laughs> it's supposed to look like spikes, I think. Probably oh, because I can see that. That's, that's what I figured. Because like after like the first like three rooms of just like beating my head against the wall and getting murdered by spikes, I was like, I understand the name of this fucking game now. <laughs> yeah, it's all coming together. <laughs> it's always what I took it to you know took it to uh, be as well. But yeah, never uh, never really looked into the game. <laughs> you know, because if if you name the game Spikes, that just brings to you know to a guy who grew up on you know things like Mega Man. It's like. Okay, well, if the name of the game is just fucking, you know, like, One Kill Spikes, like, I don't know if I'm interested in that. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, what was, what hmm. was the one level in, uh, is Mega Man 2 or 3, uh, Quick Man's level, with just, like, the spikes you just drop down forever and just get ruined on every time? You have to, like, pause um, and stuff? Yeah, that was, um, Quick Man, where it's the, the giant, like, orange beams that would shoot across and kill you instantly. That's basically just this fall game, down yeah. most of the level. I was gonna say, I, I like that, because it wasn't spikes, it was giant laser beams. Like um, um, I thought maybe it's uh, Doctor Wily's castle where it does that, where it's like the spikes and it's also the lasers or something. Like, I thought there was like, a oh. mix of that somewhere. Yeah, I, I think there was. Because yeah. like this game is basically just that level for like several <laughs> hours, and it's just like, Ugh. oh god, why? Yeah, awesome. <laughs> I I really like games that make me angry. Like I really do. I really enjoy games where I'm like, fuck, I gotta beat this. Like Super Meat Boy, you're just like, Argh! and I'm saying yeah. I completely understand that. Sweet. Have, you, have you played I Want to Be the Guy? Because you should look into I Want to Be the Guy. I oh, I may have played that one. There's one that looks like an old IBM PC game. Is that it, or is that something else that I'm thinking of? I think so. Mm. It's a platformer where everything just murders you immediately, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I've seen it. I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna probably wait on that one. <laughs> oh, I have not played I Want to Be the Guy. I've definitely played something else. Or so what's the, um, there's a Mario ROM hack that stars, like, a hand-drawn cat, but it's designed to, like, you, you play through the first Mario game, but you play as, like, this little cute cat, but everything is designed to fuck with you. Like, yeah. when you go to jump over the first pit, there's hidden coin blocks that completely cover the top of the pit. When nice. the level starts, you're just in the air, and you have to take advantage of the fact that, you know, right when you uh, spawn, you can jump immediately <laughs> before it realizes you're not on anything and you fall. It's like, you know, you just start like, bloop, like, oh. <laughs> but yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. I've, I've seen that. It's ridiculous. Like, some Taiwanese hacker just put bonkers, making this hard as balls, like, very frustrating Mario game. And oh, so you it's like Mario better games. or worse Let than me V6. Stop that. <laughs> uh, cool. So um, yeah, cool. I uh, you know I'm trying to look up stuff about this game. It's uh, developed or it was you know, developed and uh, released by uh, Nicholas or Nicholas. Not sure how to pronounce that. Uh, but, I think uh, it's Nicholas. Yeah. Yeah, they also uh, did Binding of Isaac. So uh, Ooh. boom. Yeah. Re recent yeah, they were, game uh, that I think they also did Cave Story, didn't they? The uh, 3DS port for it. Yes, oh, they, they did, did the um, like publishing for it, yeah. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> and apparently Dance Dance Revolution for mobile devices. So maybe this company is fucking ridiculous. How does that work? I don't know. <laughs> Not a fucking clue. <laughs> they, like, do you, uh, do you dance on your phone? <laughs> just keep yes. stepping on it. It'll be great. Yeah. <laughs> Step, I, dance I think real lightly. thing is, is um, doing ports for other publishers or something like that. Because um, I know, like... Um, 
with Case nobody likes this game. their game, and they just made the 3DS version for it, I think. Mm. Well, yeah, and I know famous. they did Binding of Isaac uh, Rebirth, which was originally Edmund McMillan for the Flash game, and then they helped make the actual um, like remake for it. Ah. Well, maybe they're stuck in Remake Zone because they make games it like this, be, and yeah. nobody wants to play their original <laughs> games. Like... Hey, uh, we can uh, we can program some great games. How about one that's just spikes and gravity shifting? Hmm. Okay, fine, fine, fine. We'll make Cave Story. How about how about a nice version of Cave Story? Okay, cool. Thanks. <laughs> so, uh, sweet. Um, anything else on this, Johnny? This uh, um, very interesting, least no, spelled and pronounced game. I think I about covered it. I. This was originally released as a, I think, as a free flash game. If I remember this right, or there's a free flash demo that you can play, something like that. Um, and then yeah, it's available on Steam. I think I bought it as a humble bundle. I it can't remember be, if it was yeah. on Steam or not. I'm pretty sure it is. Um, and I think yeah, there's a 3D ports and all that stuff. Um, and it's awesome. And it's really fun and really hard. Yeah, well, I think like every game that we had tonight was probably <laughs> available on Steam. Yeah. Like, so, yeah. <laughs> thinking about it, I think that goes without saying. Indie games video you know, uh, episode. Yeah, Steam, Steaming. This was this um, was all really just a ploy for me to like add more things to my wish list on there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Hopefully, next, we've been successful in that. Next week's theme: <laughs> yeah. Steam games. <laughs> yeah. Oh! <laughs> Steam, um, steamed hams, you say? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Let's it's, instead of doing Steam games, let, let's get away from this show and do something different. So next week, all chiptune soundtracks. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> you know, all games released by major video game companies. <laughs> ah, wait, no. <laughs> um, games so, ending uh, in. <laughs> Games ending in the word craft. <laughs> <laughs> we can make it. <laughs> um, well, cool. Um, so yeah, I guess that's uh, I guess that's the end of the game, Johnny. How's uh, how's our calculating computer? Is she ready to go? Yeah, she's all booted up. Calculating computer activated. Computers, please. Scoring complete. This game's winner is. David Fleming. Woo! Sweet. I was not expecting to win this. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It wasn't going to be me. You know, fucking I didn't even pick a game for this episode. I don't play many indie games. And uh, it wasn't going to be Johnny. Johnny usually doesn't win. <laughs> and uh, David Weiland won last week. So <laughs> Salt the wound there, jeez. Uh, hey, yeah, I guess not- when you put it like that. He's not Calls wrong. Calls it like a season. <laughs> I'm not even upset. All right, that's... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bro, we're almost at episode 50. We know ourselves by now. Yeah. Um, great game tonight, David. Uh, yeah, you didn't just win on technicality. I think you actually did win on points, so uh, well done. Yeah. Um, so um, what, do you, what do you got in mind for next week? Not indie games, for the love of God. Well, I think it'd be fun to uh, double up and go with indie games. <laughs> this so one was so good, right? we're bringing it back. <laughs> you know, not indie games, independently developed games. Wait. <laughs> Next week yeah, is episode no. 50. I don't know if that's a factor. Games from 1950. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. No, I'm tired of looking to the back. We're, we're going games from 2050. Tight. <laughs> yeah. Trump the game. It's the only game. <laughs> oh my god. 120 year old Trump. 
Uh, uh. Let's get away from that. <laughs> uh, actually, I had a theme in mind, but since it's episode 50, I'll go with something else. Um, episode 50, big number, let's go forward by looking back, and let's do another games we've already chosen. Okay. Or we can do something completely different because John is giving me the side eye. <laughs> oh, it's you know, it's not even side eye. It's <laughs> just um, what do you guys think well, about that? David, what was the other idea that you had? Yeah. I was gonna say because I did have another theme that I was going with. Uh, since I chose a sequel, the idea is sequels. Ooh, I like that. But direct sequels. So not like third or fourth games, second games. So okay. Number so, two. So you know, like Mario sixty four doesn't count, but Mario Galaxy two does. Basically, any game with a two in the title. Okay. Number twos. Got what it. What if they're like one of the weird NES games that like deviates off from the base game? If it's a you direct sequel, Castlevania like two counts. Mario two yes. counts. We'll figure it out next week. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I already, I already like next week's title. Dropping deuces and uh, yeah. Oh yeah, Let's, uh, <laughs> trust me. Yeah, you know, yeah. You know, my pun game is going to be on point next week. Um, tight. That's uh, that's a much better theme than uh, games we've already played. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, cool, man. That's going to be a lot of fun because uh, yeah, we, we you know I mean shit, man. We we cover a lot of cover a lot of games and we've had plenty of plenty of series but i don't know if we ever go for just like the number twos so <laughs> you know that'll be uh that'll be real good real satisfying <laughs> you know, god damn um, it god damn it john I, like i said i'm starting it it's, early <laughs> it's know. gonna be a hot episode when we drop it yeah maybe it'll have some steam games it'll be a steaming hot episode uh, <laughs> this will be a total wipe will it this episode's yeah. gonna stink so bad. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> you know, we could extend this week's episode by hours if we just want to keep making you know poop jokes, but Which we won't. We do. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so um, you know, great game tonight, guys. It was a lot of fun, a lot of good games. Thanks, uh, thanks to our two requesters. Uh, you know, great, uh, great, great requests as always. Um, if you have a request, you can always find us uh, find us on Twitter at GTTPod or send it to us, gamethattune at gmail.com. Thanks to everybody that was watching along with us tonight. We had some uh, some good viewers. Uh, we're live on Facebook, facebook.com slash gamethattune. Live on Twitch, twitch.tv slash gamethattune. No viewers on YouTube, so uh, you know don't worry about that, but it's there. It's there if you want it. And uh, we're also, uh, I believe, live on Periscope as well. So yeah, Twitter, yeah. at GTTPod just kicking ass uh on like three and a half services um you know you can uh you can follow us all on twitter uh you can follow me at jgangsta187 follow uh johnny on twitter at jp regan jr you can follow david wyland's now russian spam bot free twitter account at nameless 888 tight and uh this week's winner david fleming where are you buddy on twitter uh you can find me at dfd fleming Fan fucking tastic. So, uh, what do you got for uh, bonus tunes this week, pal? Uh, I've got the main theme from Ikachan, which is one of the first indie games I ever played. It's by the same guy who made Cave Story. Ah, fantastic. I have not heard of that. I'm looking forward to it. So, great game, great night. Peace out, everybody. Mm-hmm.
Freedom Planet is copyright 2014 Stephen W. DeGiro. Undertale is copyright 2015 Toby Fox. Mighty Switch Force 2 is copyright 2013 WayForward Technologies. Maldita Castilla EX is copyright 2016 Loco Malito. VVVVVV is copyright 2010 Nicholas Incorporated. Uh, I think we have some technical Davis with uh, David. Hold on. up. Oh, he's catching up. Oh, crap. Am I still here? Yeah, okay. There you are. All right. Which <laughs> David? Technical Davids with David? The technical um, man. I can't. Sorry. <laughs> That's the name of our new show, new Patreon goal, new podcast. <laughs>